Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. CJ's in the studio with me. Hola, como esta? Muy bien, gracias. Yeah, that's uh, we were welcoming, welcoming all nationalities to Scuba Radio today. Thank you for that. See si. For that translation. All right, so uh, Scuba Radio, Scuba Squad connected via the web. I'd be Barry... Debugger here, uh, Jerry the Diver Guy, What's Vinny Two on? Tanks, and uh, Mermaid Kristen, who I, I was just uh, alerted to before we went on the air that she's a little bit under the weather today. Is that true, Kristen? You're not feeling 100%? What's going on? What's up? I don't know. I just feel like t- I'm just really tired today. And, like, really tired? Really yeah, my head hurts really bad. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it's because I got my COVID shot this week. So Right. Well, what day did you get your shot? What day? Monday. Monday. Oh, it's been you know, five oh, days five now. Days. So I, I don't, I, I'm thinking she just has some other bug. It, it would have happened within a day or so if you, it was COVID related. <laughs> so let's just, let's just say Mermaid Kristen needs a little cheering up, right? So Jerry and Barry. Well, this show ain't going to do it. No, I was going to say Jerry and Barry <laughs> have been practicing their mermaid skills. We oh, were talking stop. about stop. Nobody, no, nobody and wants. It's, I, I don't it's know. time now for them to perform and put a smile on her face and show what uh, what she has to work with as far as transferring uh, or you know transforming Barry and Jerry into potential mermaids of the deep. What? Yeah. So you're going to give her a uh, virtual lap dance via Zoom. Oh no! And for everybody on uh, YouTube and Facebook, we apologize in advance. Can you turn off that monitor for uh, me, Barry? You're first. Go, go ahead, Barry. 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 I'm playing my uh, my musical instrument. You said everyone has to have a. Quit musical playing instrument. with it. Quit playing with it. That's not appropriate. <laughs> oh, hey, geez. look! It's a scuba radio musical instrument. There you go. What is wrong with him? CJ. Oh, where do I oh, start? God, I'm not a licensed uh, physician, so I would Kristen know. is not is laughing. She is not smiling. This is only making her headache worse, as well as the rest of the world. Right, of course yeah. it is. Yeah. I see a smile. What do you expect? Jerry, what can you I, do? I opted out of this last weekend, Greg, if you remember. No, I don't. I, re- I remember nothing. I wasn't here last weekend. What did you draft me for? I didn't draft you for anything, but you were indoctrinated into becoming a uh, mermaid. We're gonna yeah, that's usually the draft. We are gonna test Mermaid Kristen's uh, mermaid teaching skills. Did by, you ask her if she wanted this, or yeah, you just no, decided I, it would be I a said, funny thing? Look, you really want to you know show your salt of what you're capable of doing as a mermaid instructor. Take Boy, that's, Jerry that's and Barry. A, that's a challenge. Yeah, and transform them. Wow. Give them a reason for living. 
by making them mermaids. And if you can do that, you your your career as a mermaid teacher will it'll just go through the roof. It'll just be it'll skyrocket, right? <laughs> I know what you're thinking, uh-huh. Craig. Have you been drinking? Oh God. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Why is there silence? Nobody's like wanting to 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 do nothing about this, Greg. Come yeah, on. I don't know. Vinny Two Tanks has given me the evil eye. Last week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. I wimped out. Well, I, I, I want sleeping. to prompt you for yeah. what's going to be on the show today. Okay, go ahead and prompt me, since you seem to know and I don't. What? What is it, Vinny? Oh. <laughs> is he gonna? Don't don't say your word yet. Don't blow that. <laughs> no, no words yet, Vinny. Oh like, golly! Like we'll actually do a rehearsal. No, uh, well, no. I'm wondering. Uh, does Vinny? He, he obviously has something to say. He can't rehearse. He's got another show right before this. True. One. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm gonna give his. He give couldn't him, get that right either. Let's let's give him his moment. And now a word from Vinny Two Tanks. That's you, Vinny. What is it? No. Yeah, okay, he doesn't have his mic on. Secret. This has been a word no from Vinny Two Tanks oh, on word. Scuba Radio. Okay, we'll look. I think uh, he said something quietly under the outro. Yeah, well, he didn't have his microphone on. He, I saw his <laughs> lips move, but you could not hear what he was saying. Yeah, so what As was I the said. word? Vinny, go ahead. What was Secret. it? Secret. Secret. Okay. Like the deodorant? <laughs> Someone smelling a little funky Vinny, there out Vinny. on the left coast today? or It's supposed to be secrets. Secrets. Oh, I had secrets. There we go. All right, which is the name of the resort that uh, the CJ is going to be at next weekend? In- Not till Friday, though. Cancun. Right? Cancun, is uh, that where it is? I don't know. Or Cosmo. I just get in the van and you know, take me. Yeah, you're... You're getting in a van, yep. heading down to the river. Uh, I'm getting off the bridge. plane. I'm getting off the plane. I'm getting. In oh, the there's van. a plane involved. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, he's going to Cancun. Large, large plane. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, we're doing no. Well, not like those little deals you fly in. We're having like, no effect you- on Kristen. She's still looking a little droopy. She's just looking like golly. Droopy. You know, I, I I came on the show today. I'm not feeling good. You guys are only making it worse. I mean, come on. It's yeah. a lot of pressure, though, Greg. I mean, we we can entertain ourselves, but we're yeah. a little different. Well, she's smiling now. See? Look at her. I mean, if you guys can't make me laugh, then there's a serious issue, because I laugh at literally everything. There you go. See? If if I, if I just say, uh, Barry, and then Barry just makes his typical, uh, you know, <laughs> face. <laughs> yeah. It's a typical face. That, that's enough. Uh, okay. Anyway. Uh, we do have some uh, scuba-related chatter that we're going to discuss today. Oh, we're going to start the show now. Uh, the Goliath Grouper are under attack again. Now, we mentioned this a few weeks ago, but uh, Florida Goliath Grouper, formerly known as the Jewfish, that's not politically correct to call them that anymore, but hey, look, we started Scuba Radio 24 years ago. That's what I knew them as then. It's hard for me to kind of get over that, you know? So they've renamed them the Goliath Grouper. And or the Jewfish. Well, and they are big. They are big, big uh, uh, critters. And uh, and they've, you know, bounced back the last few years. I mean, they, they shut down the fishery on Goliath Grouper, I don't know, like 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. Because they were starting to disappear from Florida waters, and obviously we don't want that. Well, there's a big effort underway. It's been going on for the last couple of years now to try to open the fishery back up. 
to let uh, hunters or recreational fishermen go catch Goliath grouper off a boat or maybe even spear them. I don't know. But uh, but the dive industry is up in arms about it. Uh, it it's a, a problematic situation, but we're going to dive a little deeper into that today. Because uh, not a fan. Leave them alone. They're big, big animals. I, you, you know, they, they're worth more alive than they are they're, dead. They're just now recovering. Let it be for a while. My gosh. Yeah, well, I mean, it has been a while. I mean, if you, if you play devil's advocate for the fishing industry i mean i don't hate no, I don't those hate aren't the fishermen. those aren't the grouper that end up on my plate as a grouper sandwich no actually no. goliath grouper they're so big supposedly when they get that big we're talking about you know they can be anywhere from 20 pounds to the size of a vw bus but when they get that big and that's when they're really cool to see underwater especially supposedly they're filled full of worms and they're not Ew. good eating fish gross it's not like it's so not like a of, you know grouper fish that? Well, that, that's the point. I mean, you know, back in the day in the 60s, it was very popular for spish, spear fishermen in particular to and go down. fishermen. Yeah, uh, to go down and uh, spear one of these things and, and, and pose for a picture of them holding a Jewfish next to them that was as big as them. And, hey, look what I caught. You know, it's kind of no different than, you know, the elephant pictures and the tiger pictures and, you know, being out on safari, that kind of thing. It was kind of a, uh, you know, a thing they did back in the day and... And then, you know, uh, you know, after a while, people started wising up like, hey, maybe we don't really need to do this. These are, you know, cool animals. They're more valuable alive than dead. You can use a lot of the same arguments for Goliath grouper uh, that you could do for, sh- for sharks, shark, shark conser- conservation, uh, with the, you know, difference being that, you know, the Goliath grouper don't necessarily have the you know, menacing media element of a shark uh, and kind of need some extra protection in that regard because of all the negative publicity they, they get when there's a shark incident. Maybe we could get on them and ride them around and video no, and that show wouldn't people, be, look how much that fun they're ideal. Wouldn't you love they to ride one of these? Spinal yeah. uh, dorsal fin on them with a lot of spines on them. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they are, but, it, you know, and fishermen are not a big fan of them because what, what's been happening, they have been coming back. And when you hook a fish, when you're out there, uh, you know, fishing in Florida waters, the grouper can come around and eat their fish off their line. And that has a tendency to perturb a lot of the fishing uh, folk. So they're thinking, Fishing hey. is stupid. No. Well, you could always go hunt the uh, fishermen. Well, no, I don't think that's a solution. We'll talk about some other options next. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Need an escape from reality for a while? Your favorite scuba action star, Mike Scott, is back in an all-new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From the brilliant mind of author Eric Douglas comes the thriller that started it all. Listen as Mike unravels the death of a girl, the protest of new development, and the systemic destruction of coral reefs, all against the stunning backdrop of Grand Cayman Island. This one's got it all. Submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. When he was ready and completely relaxed, he wrapped his arms through the straps of the sea cushion and gently slid into the water. Dive back into adventure with Cayman Cowboys. Also available, oil and water, return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish. Download all five audiobooks now at Amazon, booksbyeric.com, or audible.com. 
come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save the St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks. New destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. You're listening to Scuba Radio. 20 years. Make that 24 now. And still sucking. Suck. On air. Hey. Hey, come on. That's ding. You can hear it on Scuba Radio. The world's first Diving show from Captain Ron to Jock Gusteau. They all know Scuba Radio. On the boat or down below, if you want to stay in the know. You ever think about that? I didn't know. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. All right, so Goliath Grouper are back in the news. The fishermen want to have access to them in Florida and start hunting them down again. It's been going on for a while, but it's uh, coming up again uh, with the Florida Wildlife Commission, and they're having meetings and discussing it. Uh, Fishermen are pushing pretty hard uh, to open up the fishery and allow some take of this. Now, uh, Jeff Trode, better known as Captain Cocktail, is a guy in the know. He's been following this much, much closer than I, and I believe we got him on the phone. Jeff, you with me? Yeah, hey, I'm just frying up some glass grouper right now. Oh, no, you are a kidding. liar. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it seems a bit ridiculous, doesn't it? Well, you, you know. know the, sad, it, the sad part is, great. What, what, what is the sad part? It's community. No. Some of our own user group is uh, in favor of it. Some of the spearfishing group. Mm. It's a sad situation because, you know, yeah, I'm. You know, we're not all privy to the science like they are, but at the same time, anecdotally, many years ago when I started diving, they were prevalent here, along with all the other species of snapper and grouper and everything else. So, right. apparently, they were able to coexist back then without putting too much pressure on what the fishermen want. And well, you know, but what what do really they want about them? Is they. A, a resource grab. Well, basically. I would imagine because, that's true, Jeff. But what do the spear fishermen want? Is it just you know that picture you think with the fish as big as them standing next to it and and posing and having that uh, photo op? You think? Because I've been told that when they get the so big, these Goliath grouper get so big, they're not a very good eating fish. Is that what you've heard too? 
They're not good eating when they're small. Well, okay. <laughs> they're not good eating, period, in my opinion. Anyway, yeah. I'm sure there are some cultures that may may say differently, but, um, you know, most people wouldn't probably discard it. And, uh, you know, I guess it could be the trophy aspect, but there's also the aspect that they claim the, the, the lions are eating all the, the juvenile, um, excuse me, all the uh, spurn grouper. Yeah. Oh, and I know there was a study done years ago by Don D. Maria that a lot of the wrecks over on the Gulf Coast, there were plenty of undersized grouper and snapper. There just weren't any legal size. So the premise was is that the Goliaths were only eating illegal size fish. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so, of course. Can you understand why tongue and cheek went with that? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's it's kind of ridiculous. They're not back to the numbers that that I would think that they need to be sustainable at. But if they if they were to open it up, they certainly got to regulate this really hard. And I haven't seen exactly how they propose to do that other than, you know, you, we talk, we've talked before about how they, they uh, husband deer. Um, they use tags, and you have to buy a tag. And once the tags are up, that's it. If you don't get a tag, you don't get to shoot. Mm-hmm. So I would think they'd have to do something very similar to that in order to control this, because if they were just to say, okay, you get uh, one per person bag limit or something, they'd wipe them out in the first week. Right. Because they're used to us now. That's the other thing, especially it's not so much for the fishing side of it, but the spearfishing side of it. I mean, most of the times now you can swim right up to them. They're not afraid of you anymore like yeah. they used to be when it was open season on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and plus, I mean, <laughs> the thing is they're, they're so much more valuable alive than they are dead. I mean, oh. when you're taking divers out at South Florida Diving Headquarters yeah. down there in Pompano, that's yeah. that's one of the critters along with all the sharks and eels and things. Oh, yeah. You want to see the massive uh, massive Goliath grouper. the most popular uh, out there. Even, yeah. even among, you know, everybody wants to see a shark, but the Goliath sitting in a wreck looking out at you is, is an amazing sight, too. So, right. And there, there are certain aggregation areas, I hesitate to even mention them, that uh, they show up in hundreds, and mm. they're, it's an amazing sight. Yeah. Now, I don't so, know about the Goliath grouper, Jeff, but help me out on this. Now, I've been on many trips in the Caribbean, you know, whether it's Turks and Caicos, the Bahamas, and some of the local live, you know, local operators will have a, like a resident uh, grouper, like a Nassau grouper or something. And, and it seems like these fish are, you know, trainable to the sense that they they get accustomed to the divers. And next thing you know, they're swimming up all to the divers and saying hi, kind of like a, a like a puppy dog following you around. I, I don't know well, if that you, applies to the Goliath grouper, but I'm, they're part of the same family. Maybe they, you, would they act the same or what do you think? Absolutely. I don't know if you remember back when we were doing the, the feedings on the Aqua Zoo. Then we had three or four of these giant Goliath groupers that would come in among you know the all everything else, including the stingrays and the moray eels and nurse sharks and everything else. Mm-hmm. And they would come in as well, and they'd just sit with the whole group and everybody else and just sit there. They weren't afraid of you, yeah. At that point, so you know, and you'll get you'll hear the other side of the corn all while you're training them, Pablo's that whole thing. The bottom line is is that they're majestic, they're big, and they're they're uh, worth more on a tourism standpoint than they are dead because right. they're they're no value. You can't sell them at the fish market, and so I I think the big push here is not because fishermen 
want to catch the Goliath grouper. They want to eliminate the Goliath grouper from the competitive side of that they feel like that the Goliath is is uh, competing to them uh, with the fish that they're seeking out, like, you know, the snapper and super complexes. All right. I don't think fishermen want to hook the Goliath, and what are they going to do with it? Well, you exactly. Know? And once again, I've been told, I don't know what the what the truth behind this is, but I've been told that the Goliath grouper, when they get so big, they get very wormy. Like there's a lot of worm oh, yeah. in their meat, so it's, it's not very. Like, yeah. It's not a good. It's not like it's eating like a regular jack or any of the other big, big predators like that. They all yeah. get the same way. So they're not. They're big not good them. eating fish, regardless. Despite no, whether not at all, and they, like they, they have not. no uh, value as far as resale value. Mm. Okay. Uh, when have you ever been in a restaurant? They go, "Hey, the special today is uh, Goliath." <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> never. Right? It's been outlawed for the last fifteen, twenty years, so that ain't going to happen. But even before then, I don't think it was a a thing. No, yeah, no, well, it wasn't. It just uh, was a trophy type fish more than anything else. Right. I mean, you can certainly. Why can't you catch a release? I mean, it's like sailfish, marlin, and everything else. We mm-hmm. we uh, catch and release. Yeah, why, that, why not catch and release the right. Goliath? Well, that, I mean, it's not that's, about catching it. Right, I tell you, Greg, it's about uh, the competitive nature of it. That these fish are eating. They they claim, you know, they're tar. Yeah, they're 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 you know they're going after the fish that they are actually targeting, and uh, and they don't want that competition. I, I you know it, it's a tough situation. We'll have to see how this goes and keep monitoring. The situation. SouthFloridaDiving.com. Check out Jeff and his dive operation there. We got more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. is the world's first radio show devoted to diving i am greg the dive master all right yeah the goliath grouper thing that is a problem you know i, I really hate to hear that uh, they could open up this fishery because they are fun to see is there something can we sign something can we vote is there anything we can do well folks in florida i mean this is a florida wildlife commission issue and divers can chime in from around the world and and voice their opinion like hey you know save save the goliath grouper and stuff but it's really florida divers and uh people that live in florida they're going to make the most uh difference because well that's us that is us, I mean, but people outside the state still can participate a little bit. But how you do it, just get involved with Florida Wildlife Commission and uh, follow uh, FWC guidelines on, on uh, public comment on their website about this. And there's been some meetings going on, and I think they're, they're, they actually are, they may be taking comments right now still on this. So uh, if you're so inclined and you're concerned about it, uh, look it up online and, and voice your concern and tell them. You know, uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I will say, not to be uh, you know negative on it, 
the fishing lobby in Florida is extremely strong. And uh, despite, you know, you thinking as a diver that, well, this seems absurd. Why would they do such a thing? Well, because they can. And they do have the power to do it. And uh, and if they can prove or show enough data is out there to show that the Goliath grouper have rebounded enough that would allow fishermen to take some Goliath grouper here and there, uh, they're going to get their way. And uh, it, it's a sad a state of affairs. But I don't think they've rebounded. Reality. I don't think I've ever seen one underwater. You don't think you've seen a Goliath grouper? No. That is possible. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen one. They love wrecks in particular. And, uh, you know, if you don't remember, then you probably haven't seen them because they are definitely like a double take type of fish sighting when you have. Look, there's uh, a Volkswagen bug. Holy crap, it's moving! And then look at the mouth on that thing. Uh, It's impressive. All right, more coming up. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Professional mermaid says unwanted advances from merverts is the worst part of the job. Just like that, you've been made aware of a new profession and its very serious problems and the word mervert. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. East Coast. Watch me scuba Hey now. West Coast. Watch me scuba diving Hey now Midwest You know I'm gonna scuba diving Hey now Dirty South Watch me scuba diving Hey now Where is exactly uh, Hey Now? Do we know? You know What? You know Somewhere down below You know where it is You've got at least two kids <laughs> Anyway This is the world's first radio show You asked Devoted to diving Hey Now Hey um, Now the hey, look, um, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to a Goliath grouper, it, it's a sad state of affairs. But you haven't seen one yet. Uh, no. All right. Every, the rest of the Scuba Radio squad has. I know Barry has, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. Do you feel it kin with uh, Goliath grouper being that, you know, you. Dad, and- I look like one? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but uh, I think they're beautiful fish. Okay. I mean, they, they just sit there. And they just look at you, and you yeah. know, they're huge. They, they're they are non menacing fish. That'd be cool to and, see. And and, yeah. and there's not enough of them out there to deplete the fisheries. The things that are depleting the fisheries are the people that are overfishing them. Mm. Okay, that's uh, the world according to Barry, that's the right. bugger, who AKA you, the grouper. You go out. You go out there diving. You see what it's looking like. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what the, the true numbers of Goliath grouper are. Well, I have no idea. Well, not just Goliath groupers. I mean, just going out, you know, when you go diving, you look at the dive sites here and what's happening to them. And then you go to some areas that haven't been touched and you could tell the difference. Big time. So. Well, yeah, that, that is a possibility. Jerry, the diver guy, what say you? Well, I, I still stick by the, the trophy hunt all the time. What do you mean you stick by it? I mean, it's that's what you think nice they want. 
Yeah, I think oh, it's always okay. nice to go out and shoot a big fish or, or a big deer or whatever, but, I mean, that's a big thing. Mm, yeah, but okay. don't you eat deer? Yeah. But Can, still. yeah. Right. Yeah. But the, the, but when you get trophy hunting, it's not about meat or anything like that. No, they mount them. It's, 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 I beg well, your yes, pardon? Correct. It's a mount. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word of the day. <laughs> Wasn't that funny? But regardless, yes. So I'm the only one? I'm the only one that hasn't seen him? I, I guess so. Uh, why don't Kristen, Mermaid Kristen, uh, the Goliath grouper are a close uh, connected I've species of the mermaid, aren't they? What? I've seen grouper. I'm actually scrolling through my sister's Facebook right now because she has photos from when we went diving, like right. for one of the very first times ever. And I'm yeah. pretty sure there's a picture of us with like a big grouper. Yeah. Well, but, that, that's, um, a, I mean, that's what they are. I mean, the Goliath grouper are just really big. Yeah. Groupers, I don't know if it was a know? Goliath grouper exactly, but I just remember, I mean, it was, oh my gosh, like 11 years ago, like when I first got certified. Mm-hmm. So I just remember it being like this giant grouper coming towards me and its mouth was like this big. Right. Like, well, so you know, that, well, one of the theories is, you know, the old uh, Bible story with Jonah being swallowed by the whale. They actually, there, there's some chatter that uh, they think actually it was a grouper, a, a Goliath grouper. It wasn't a whale that he was swallowed by a gla- See, Goliath. See, whale grouper. I could buy, grouper, no. You know, yeah, they, they, they get lot. that big. They get big enough to swallow an entire human. Oh, heck yeah, man. Wow. Tell they, the size of a no. VW bus, yeah. No, they, they drank a lot of wine and smoked a lot of hash back then. Okay, Here, all right. that's all I'm going to say. Our biblical scholar has chimed yeah. in. Oh yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. That that would be a Nassau grouper uh, that yeah. you're showing. Yeah, it was in the Bahamas, so that makes sense. Yes, but I, that was like a small. I don't. I don't know. I just yeah. remember seeing a big grouper. <laughs> right, Vinny. Two tanks. What about you? Have you seen a Goliath grouper or what? No. Yeah, I did see him when I was in Cuba. However, yeah, yeah. I saw something that. Butch and I saw something. I remember I told you a giant California sea bass. It was as big as a potato cod. A, a car. Yeah. It, it, I, I wish we had photographic proof, but you would you wouldn't have believed if you'd seen it. it yeah. Was, it well, was, you know that's the thing. We, like in Australia and maybe in Cuba too. We, you know the cod or the potato cod is very similar to the Goliath grouper. So they it's they big, call real them, big. They call them you know different names, but they're kind of the same part of the same family, or maybe even the same fish. Hell, I don't know. But they look the identical. They're just really, really big grouper. You know, like the picture that uh, Kristen was showing of the Nassau grouper that are fairly common sights. And those I've are the, seen those. Yeah, those yeah, are the friendly like groupers things. we see throughout the Caribbean and stuff. And uh, But a Goliath grouper uh, doesn't have the stripes generally. It's usually like a, a brownish spotted kind of, you know, not I, necessarily. I just sent him a photo of one. Tell CJ to look at his phone. I am. No, yeah, that's oh. great for a radio show. Oh, Thank yeah. you. My dad just texted and said he saw a lot of them out on the wrecks in Pompano Beach. Yes. Yeah. Well, they love Absolutely. wrecks. They love hanging out at wrecks. And and once again, when you, if you're cruising around a wreck, and then all of a sudden you come around a corner and you see, you come face to face with a giant. Oh, glut. hello. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 quite startling. And uh, and actually, they are kind of territorial. They they're, They tolerate divers, but if you get too close to them, they'll start thumping. And it, it it's kind of creepy sounding, and uh, and stuff. But it'll be like vroom, vroom, vroom. they like take their gills and they they thump them together, and it makes this low rumble. It's it's quite intimidating because you you feel it. You can feel it when they thump. So that's kind of like them saying, "Hey, get the hell away from me! You're a little too close. Get you out know, of my space." They call right. it drumming. 
And when they drown, they're usually they usually get aggravated or they're right. mad about something. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day, long, long time ago, uh, when we first started Scuba Radio, uh, Manny Puig, a uh, friend of the shows from years ago, and oh, he worked yeah. with Megan Heaney Tarzan. Greer. Tarzan. Yeah. That kind of the Tarzan of uh, diving. Well, you know, he, he did these videos with hammerheads, uh, alligators, and and actually one of his first videos with was with Goliath Grouper, or at the time we called him Jewfish. And I, I reached out to him because I found this video of him free diving down in the ocean to these Goliath Grouper uh, with just his bare hands. And he'd get in their face, aggravate them. They'd start thumping, and and he'd get right in their face. And they would, he would put his arm out there, and they would grab hold of his arm. Oh, yeah. They mm-hmm. would bite him. And he would pull his hand through the gill slit, and then he'd bring the fish to the surface. They, 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 I'm kind of rooting for the grouper. At this yeah, day. well, exactly. Yeah. He manhandled the the fish to the surface. Now he let it go. He didn't catch it, but he just he did it to show he could do it. And it was pretty wild. I was like, what the hell is this? You know, and then we became friends and stuff after I chatted with him. But it was that video of him catching a Goliath grouper with his bare hands that, uh, you know, uh, introduced us or, you know, introduced me to his work, I guess. And Can he we was still just, find that video. I'm sure it's, it might actually still be online. It might be online these days. I don't know. But uh, basically, you know, Jewfish caught barehanded or with. Only his hands. You know, it's it's kind of an offshoot of noodling, you know, with catfish in the rivers where they just sit there and go in these muddy holes and pull up the catfish out of the hole with their hand and stuff. And they are feeling around with their fingers and toes and crap. It's it's insanity type stuff. But but the fish, we're talking about the fish is, is massive. I mean, the fish would be as big as him. And he would, and he would just kind of piss it off a little bit and grab hold of his arm. And then he'd bring his his hand through the gill slit, and then he'd swim it to the surface because then he kind of had it had hold of the uh, Goliath grouper that way. Now, I, I wouldn't say that was ideal for the fish. Obviously, probably felt like uh, when you get a COVID test, maybe, maybe that or that thing up your nose. Animal violated, CK. yeah, yeah. But but I mean, compared to being hooked on a line, it, I wouldn't. I'm not guessing it would be any different. You know. That can't mean, be good. Yeah, can't be good either way. But he, you know, like I said, it was something that he did, and he he was doing it to show he could do it. And you know, he'd hook a fish, and then he could tag it without actually hooking it with a fish and tackle kind of uh, technique. So uh, you can take that for what it's worth. But it, it's unique. But the thing is, he would go down and he'd kind of annoy the fish and get it pissed at him, and then it would thump, and then it would just it would bite him. I mean, because the, that is the thing about the Goliath grouper. It is true. They they kind of eat anything. They'll they'll go after anything. So the fishermen that are, you know, hooking a mahi-mahi that they're going after or targeting out on their recreational day of fishing, you know, if there's a grouper by uh, nearby and it gets, gets on the line, I mean, the grouper will come up and just eat it right off his line. They're very oppor- opportunistic, opportunistic feeders in that sense. So, yeah. Most fish are, Greg. Well, maybe, but uh, the Goliath grouper have the capability to pretty much take whatever you get. And they're not very picky in that regard. No. So, I mean, they'll they'll take everything. Yeah. So, you know, that's the problem. That's what's annoying uh, the fishing community. And they're thinking, well, there's too many of them because they're taking too many of our fish. 
And we got to put an end to that. So that's the problem. All right, more coming up. Stay close. Would you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master's all toweled down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at 1-888-88-SCUBA. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had it just doesn't get any better save the st kitts turks and caicos the galapagos maldives indonesia humpback whales and the silver banks new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time call one of their talented travel consultants to find the explore ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you 1-800-322-3577 that's 1-800-322-3577 or visit exploreventures.com that's exploreventures.com Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer. And Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Peregrine is a simple, full-color, multi-gas dive computer. It's also the most economical Shearwater dive computer released to date. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater. Dive computers for demanding divers. Do you have a message or a product that you'd like to share with the diving world? Well, look no further than Scuba Radio. Just like you, thousands of diving enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to scubaradio.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Take a look at it on the ocean floor. Just go down there, take your scuba gear and go down there. One of you would do that, I know. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Hey, before I forget, uh, we have been doing some stuff with this new company called Stingmaster. They make that uh, that ointment, that cream, that's, uh, what is it, a salve? What would you call it? I, I don't know. Cream. Uh, um, it's, it comes in a little bottle. Uh, magic. A little jar that you put in your dive kit, but it'll protect you from not only lionfish stings, which would come in very handy if you happen to participate in the Emerald Coast Lionfish Derby happening at the middle of May. Uh, but, just you know, if you're ever out diving and you come across a lionfish and you ha- accidentally get stung, you're going to ha- be very happy that you have some of this at your disposal. But it also works for jellyfish, uh, fire coral, 
you know, a lot of stinging type critters that can get you in the ocean. Having this sting master uh, stuff in your in your dive kit it takes the pain away. Look, it takes the pain away. Screen. Yeah, look on your screen. Yes, that's right. If there you're you watching go. on YouTube or Facebook, you can see uh, Barry show uh, showing his. Can't little, see that right now. His jar of uh, sting master. Buy stingmaster dot com. Put in coupon code scuba radio, and now through uh, May, I think May thirteenth, the day before the Emerald Coast Lionfish uh, open, you'll get twenty percent off. So coupon code scuba radio, no space on scuba radio. Put it in there. Save 20% on Stingmaster right now. Special scuba radio only exclusive deal just for you. Buy stingmaster.com. Yeah, our crew is totally protected, uh, not just from COVID, but also from lionfish because they, they got, uh, they've all got their little, uh, their goo ready to rub on you. Hmm. So if you, uh, dive with someone who has Stingmaster, or you have it yourself, you are good to go. How is that not in the commercial? What's that? Goo, the rub on you. Well, because they're smart, and they don't rely on me for all their marketing efforts. I, I don't know. kind of like that. It's catchy. Yeah, do you? Kind of oh. catchy. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, anything could happen. But yeah, the, the Lionfish Derby is going to be happening uh, middle of May up in Destin, Florida. That's, that, now, uh, that's not, they don't race them. Uh, they it's race, not like the Kentucky Derby. They they exactly they race to go get the lionfish. They don't race the the lionfish. Don't race. Well, maybe they should. Maybe that's a new thing. I mean, it is Derby Day. We we should have thought thought about that. I just did. Well, you did, but how do you coax the lionfish to kind of run? I around can't in think a of everything. <laughs> Aren't yeah. they just easy to spear? Don't, just, well, they are they easy are. to spear. But how how could we corral them to participate in? In a real derby, like a, a racetrack. That would be kind of fun, actually. That would be kind of cool. I, I think that'd be challenging. We've done that with mermaids before, by the way. Did you know it that? It was just a stupid throwaway line, Greg. Let it go. No, no. I'm, I'm Kristen probably, I mean, maybe she knows. Uh, have you ever heard of lionfish? Or, I mean, not lionfish, but uh, mermaid derbies underwater. Have you ever? That, that, that was a thing. Like, uh, I'd say about 10, 15 years ago, we were uh, asked to participate in a mermaid um, underwater race. Now it's, they they could race, right? And they they had a they had a path underwater, like around a wreck, and there was a race amongst the. Mermaids. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember when you did that. Yeah, they, some of them, you know, they had a scooter category. They had just a free diving category. That sounds fun. It, it sounds like a, a great spectator sport, doesn't it? So you know, I don't know. Would you would you participate in such a thing, Kristen? Yeah, actually, for the Miss Mermaid pageant, they do something. They don't really do like a relay or derby kind of derby. Yeah. I can't talk. Sorry, derby, but they do kind of like the um, competitions where you know who can swim the longest underwater and things like that. And right. it, I think that's always fun to watch. Sure, I yeah. would definitely participate in it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean the the one race that we watched, it, it did involve scooters. So the the girls that seems like cheating. Well, I mean, they have to swim. Well, you know, they they were all streamlined, so they were in their mermaid outfits, and they had to, you know, they they had to maneuver just like a you know a racetrack would, you know. So it could be it could yeah, be whoever thing. has the best scooter is going to win. Then whoever well, has the least amount of drag. Well, they also have to have good breath holding. They have to True. have good breath holding. Uh, drag is an issue. They have to be you know. So the more streamlined mermaids had a tendency to win over the more voluptuous ones. Nicely done. 
<laughs> Nicely done, Greg. That's a true professional right there, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, that event did happen. It was actually, I believe we did this down in uh, Pompano, Florida, years ago. And uh, it What was, I remember most about that was the cool underwater signs and flags and stuff they had. Right. I'd they like did the whole the thing. Yeah. It was a whole NASCAR thing. You know, it was a huge event, and they did it once and never did it again. <laughs> well, they was scooter racing for a long time, Greg. Okay, but not as mermaids. Not as mermaids. Not as mermaids. Yeah, but this was a special mermaid thing, Jerry. I I don't know. Is it? I mean, they only did it once, and then they never did it again. I mean, should we bring it back? Yes. And and maybe tie it into the Lionfish Derby, or or you know, I don't know. Just by itself. We just Just do it it all by itself. Well, I mean, you got the Kentucky Derby. Maybe we do the Florida Underwater Mermaid Derby. Kristen could represent Scuba Radio. She could. She could be I, our entry into that. it. We could we could hook her up with the uh, with the scuba jet, and, uh, and and you know if you gave gave everybody a scuba jet, all the mermaids have equal scooter. Then it's all about how well can there they you go through the water. Now you're on to something. Yeah. Now the only downside to the scuba jets, Kristen, uh, is, is well, Kristen was. I mean, I don't know if you've had any experience with the scuba jets, but the Aqua Gypsy Brittany did. And she was having a problem with it blowing her drawers off because it was so powerful. <laughs> well, if you're wearing a tail, it's not a problem. And watching you test them. Now, well, okay, we could do that too, but then that would just get us in trouble. So uh, I'll just move on. Hey, look, we are going to talk about uh, some new dive flag ideas. It's a thing. It's happening. We're going to talk about it in an hour or two of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Stay close. On the boat or down below, if you want to stay in the know. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go. The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They're not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com. 